You want answers? 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 I want the truth! You want answers? You want answers? You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Welcome to the podcast, Seeking Truths, Revealing Lies. I'm your host, Researcher Staff, and today we have a special guest. We'll be continuing on with the vaccine injured theme. Um, last episode, we had Kate, and today we have Alexa joining us. Welcome, Alexa. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, all things considering. <laughs> well, before I got this vaccine from... I don't know if I can say the word, but I call it vaccine from hell, if that's okay to say. Um, I, you know, I had a very normal life, uh, bike riding and hiking and, um, you know, socialize in person, uh, meaning get together with friends and, you know, just hang out and, um, you know, go to dinner and lunches, etc. So I had a pretty good social life uh, worked as well in the healing arts industry uh, things like that Um, I got the flu uh, vaccine for the very first time in my life Um, boy do I ever regret it but I, I got the flu vaccine I went one day I was shopping at my one of my local Walmarts um and um, I thought, well, you know, that was before the COVID vaccine, by the way. Um, and we were just going into our lockdown. Pretty much uh, the country was just starting to go into lockdown and my city was going into lockdown. And um, so um, I decided that while I was shopping that, you know, Maybe if I get the flu vaccine, um, you know, maybe um, I could at least eliminate perhaps the the COVID symptoms. Um, At that time, I didn't know much about COVID. So when, Um, when, what year was it that you took this this vaccine? Oh, yeah, this was back in, this was March 2020. And and it wasn't a flu vaccine, it was just a... I mean, it wasn't a COVID vaccine. It was just a flu vaccine, right? Right. It was a flu vaccine, right? It was a flu zone um, quadrivalent. I, I don't know how to quadrivalent or something like that. Um, flu zone vaccine. Um, and this was March 15th, as a matter of fact, the date that I actually received uh, that vaccine. So, um so anyway, um, uh, I got that vaccine two weeks, you know, dur- during the two weeks, uh, everything seemed to be fine. And then one day, about the end of the two weeks, 
I was experiencing very strange visual, um, what they now what they called visual disturbance. And I thought, what the heck is this? What's going on? Now that's also at the beginning of usually I have allergies, and I did have a bit of a um, allergy eye. One of the eye had allergy in it, so I. But then I thought the symptoms were way worse than some allergy eye. Um, so I, I thought, could it be related to the allergies? Well, um, I went to see an optometrist, and he was able to at least give me something for the allergy eyes. But then when I told him about my symptoms, I was getting headaches at the time. This was about April, about this time of the month. So this is about April, early April, when I was um, experiencing the um, visual disturbance. And with that visual disturbances, I was um, seeing like um, shapes, uh, like a bunch of square things, and they had like, um, like red and white squares and rectangles and things like that. So let me let me let me get this straight, Alexa. Just just to clarify. Yeah. Um, so uh -huh. you took the vaccine, and then two weeks after, you had some disturbances. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. You, and, and and these were visual um, visual disturbances that you were seeing. That it, literally these shapes were in the corner of your eye, or they were they they were. I was getting headaches. And I was getting, the visual disturbance was in the full part of the eyes, not just the corner, but the whole, in both eyes too at that. So they, it was, it wasn't just the corner of the eyes. It was, it, it, it's, it's in the, the full eyes, meaning the whole eyes, not just in the middle, not just the peripheral, which is the side, um, you know, and the, the whole eyes. So I, I thought, okay, the optometrist couldn't do anything. So um, so I saw the optometrist in April. Uh, well, actually, I think it was late April, something in there. And um, meanwhile, I was seeing these objects, I call them objects, object things in my eyes, and they were getting more, meaning multiply, meaning several, um, like more than a dozen kind of thing. And um, so I thought, well, maybe there's something wrong with my retina, thinking, well, am I having a retina detachment? You know, I mean, I, I had to think everything I could possibly think because I've never heard of what I'm experiencing, what I was experiencing at the time, never heard of such a thing. And I, you know, that was the beginning of my long list of doctors that I had been seeing. So I went to two retina specialists in June 2020, and I saw them two weeks apart, the two retina specialists, and they both said the same thing. They said, well, your retina is fine. You're not having a retina detachment, which is, I was relieved for that, but we can't see anything wrong with your retina. We can't see anything wrong. You know, so, you know, have a nice day. Sorry, we don't know what else that could be. But then my headaches were feeling uh, strange headaches. I was having headaches 
where it felt like there was weight, like, like if you take a heavy book or a thick book and put it on top of your head. So I felt like there was weight on top of my head. And then it, the also that with that same weight feeling on the top of my head, it has sort of a vibration like feeling too, which it was like a uh, book plus um, book weight meaning. Um, and it has sort of like a vibration kind of feel to it. So when I would stand up to walk, um, you know, I would feel dizzy, but it wasn't the kind of dizzy dizziness that the room is spinning dizzy. I was just physically off balance kind of dizzy. And the um, visual um, disturbance were, was getting worse, and I was having headaches. So I went. I, w- I made that summer, 2020. I've been in the emergency room three times. Uh, the first one was around the first of July. Uh, they did an MRI on me, and um, they couldn't find anything wrong with the brain, any of that. Then I, I was in the ER about the end of July because I was starting to feel pain in my uh, other parts of my body, like my, especially my legs and my feet. Um, and still the headaches were ongoing and the visual disturbance was still ongoing. Um, so the one of the MRIs I had uh, one of the neurologists I saw, he thought he saw something wrong, but it turned he he saw a swollen blood vessel, and he thought, well, maybe that's an aneurysm. So they found out, well, no, you know, blood vessel was the swelling went down, so it's fine. Um, I saw that summer. I saw, let's see, two, three, three actually, three um, neurologists that summer 2020 and none of them could find anything wrong. Um, they eliminated a lot of things. Um, I was tested for hallucination. Um, and I did a lot of research on that. Come to find that, no, it's not hallucination. Um, they test me for, I've been tested for a lot of things, Parkinson's, um, dementia, although I'm young, but still, dementia, uh, other types of hallucinations, they couldn't find that I match, my symptoms would match those hallucinations. So when they were saying visual disturbance, they just couldn't match it to anything. So I did see a neural ophthalmologist, which is never heard of one before 2020. The neural ophthalmologist dug deeper into what could be causing the visual disturbance that apparently the neuro ophthalmologist that I saw um, specialize in such things as, um, you know, um, hallucinations and things like that. So he couldn't find everything that he know of. My symptoms weren't matching. Uh, they weren't, um, the type of hallucinations that he know of. So he couldn't find in his book anything wrong. Meanwhile, I went on to Facebook and I went on to a, um, a group, Facebook group 
that people suffer with hallucination. That was part of my research to learn if I have anything similar to what other people uh, other people could be going through. Well, if, after talking to a lot of them and looking at their stories and their posts, um, as a matter of fact, the gentleman that um, started that group, he's in Australia, and he and I did some corresponding uh, one-on-one, and he says, well, your symptoms don't seem to be the same as what other people within this group are going through um, as far as hallucination. So uh, by that time, it was about October or so, um, October, November, you know, uh, 2020, that I was giving up on the idea that, okay, this isn't hallucination. Then I was seeing things in my vision, in my visual hallucination that I thought was so strange. Um, and it would, it was scary to me. Um, I saw, let's see, how do I put this? Starting November, 2020, um, I saw, um, I was seeing in my left eye, on the side of my left eye, it looked like a lamp, like a table lamp. Um, and I would see it once in a while, but not all the time. And I thought, gosh, what the hell is that? So uh, the these object things became look like they were changing over time, like these object things. They were going from this square-looking things that looked like um, very bright white uh, material at the end of the these square object things to they're going from that to suddenly what I found out that the where that lamp was definitely a lamp that was on a table there was a chair sitting next to the lamp now what I actually saw for the first time and this is again late November 2020 um, I saw a young guy and, it, and I'm thinking, oh my God, is this my am I seeing a person, person, or am I seeing hallucination? But I, by that time, I had learned a lot about hallucinations, and um, and and I actually came to know that no, I'm not hallucinating. Um, so the guy, when I say I saw the guy, it's like I saw him, like if you're on a Zoom call and if you're seeing somebody that you're talking to, that kind of seeing. Although I'm seeing it um, in my vision. Um, so, but I, I still had the wherewithal to, though that was scary, I still had the wherewithal to go, okay, I'm seeing this. Um, but I'm not hallucinating. Now, I have to also back up and say, um, while I was experiencing these horrific symptoms, they started, let's see, by November, I had been suffering with these symptoms. By that time, about seven months, because like I said, early April had started, so November. So I was then beginning to wonder, am I under some sort of experimentation? Um, so... Or observation. 
Well, I'm going to get to that because that's what it turned out mm. to be. Well, but at that I got. Time, I have a. I have a quick question from the audience. Oh, sure. Alexa. Um, oh, okay. This one, they're asking, um, did you get both the flu vaccine and the COVID vax? Nope. No, I have not. Just the flu, and there's no way I'm going to get anything after this. Um, okay. And feel free to. I don't mind if you interrupt me for whatever questions or whatever. But um. So at that time, I do have um, I do have one more question. Um, sure. The name of the, the flu the flu vaccine it was flu zone quadra phyllis or something like that. I, I could I spell it for it if you want year. me to, but it's quadrivalent. Quadrivalent. Mm, yeah, quadri. Okay. Yeah, uh, Q Q U A D R I V A L E N T. And Thank it's you. made. I found out several months later that it's uh from although i received the vaccine from my walmart but the the actual um the pharmaceutical or you know manufacturer rather is um sanofi s-a-n-o-f-i pasteur yes they are a well-known pharmaceutical company in fact <laughs> they their their name is all over the covid um research as well you know david mm -hmm. martin brought brought up sanofi pasteur a lot so i think we really should take a, a deeper dive into sanofi if we can if we have a little bit more time for that um but yes please continue alexa so when i saw the guy uh, he was a young guy was able to see what he looked like um he was sitting at a table and it was kind of a long uh table um almost as long as what you see in conference rooms and he had uh three laptops and then behind him kind of on his left but behind him there was this plastic body shaped like a, a person body and and perhaps mine since i'm you know being the victim here quite frankly i'm under attack as well this is coming what i'm leading up to but um what he had those laptops and he had the USB cables going from the laptops connected to this body thing. So, and that's where was the beginning of, okay, I'm not hallucinating, put that, check that off the list. I'm, I am going, undergoing some experimentation. Now the question is why and how I mean, I still had a lot of questions, and for what reason? Why am I going through this? So, um, so he was doing things on his computer, use, moving the mouse and all kinds of things like that. And that's when I found out that that's how these objects, somehow they have maybe that virtual version of me and connected to the computer system but later on, I'm going to say about, you know, how it, it like in my body and then uh, to the virtual to their computer. So, but at that time, that was the first time I've ever seen a computer situation. So, so um, this was, this was a vision that you were seeing? Yep. Just okay. like when I say, when I say the objects in my vision, that's how like I was seeing the guy with his computer and the the body and the 
the whole shebang with the you know all that connection and what were you able to see like the environment around as well yeah that's what i was saying about the lamp he was what it was is he was in a room the room i could see the window blinds they were those uh um, up and down, you know, the vertical blinds, I guess, up and down blinds. Um, uh, then I could see um, the other uh, part of the room where the lamp that I had been seeing before that I said that I saw in my left eye on a table with a chair. There was an empty chair next to that table. So I was able to see that environment. That's all I could see. Well, of course, at the table with the laptops. So going up further ahead, um, then they were starting to, I could feel the stuff like um, like early December, I guess at this point, 2020. Um, they were, when I say they, I then saw a man, a second person. And this was a man, I, and I could see what he looked like. I could see him just as well as I saw the first guy now the second guy the man the other man he was older than the first guy he was talking to two people in a room but i can't hear what he was saying but i could tell he was talking to them because he's looking at him and i could see his mouth move so he was talking to him and um and then i it, um that same that same month, they, the guy, especially the older guy, was I think was trying to communicate to me um, via writing, like uh, writing on with a pen, pen and paper. And when he would write, believe this or not, I can actually hear the tapping of the pen on the on the paper. You know when the pen is tapping as you know when you're writing and you can hear the pen tap the surface when you have like a uh, paper on a table yes. like that and I can hear the hear him write and I thought and another thing too I could smell things that wasn't in my 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 presence like I don't smoke and I could smell cigarette smoke and I thought you know I live in a house so I thought gosh you know nobody's smoking around me where am I smelling this cigarette smoke from you know i mean wait nobody smoke where i live nobody smoke my neighbors only have one neighbor um you know one side and the other side there's no nobody so my neighbor doesn't smoke and they're not hardly around so i'm like where the heck am i getting this um smoke so from? alexa from what i'm understanding is um, the, the majority of your sense organs um or perception seemed to have been affected. Like you were smelling things that perceivably that, weren't yeah, there. Yeah, that started and, in November. Okay, that, but the audio, the, the audio, visuals, the visual stuff started first. Right. And then, okay. All right. And then the smoking that came about November. Uh, um, um, let's say December. The smoking is when I started smelling that. So what it turned out to be is that the older guy smokes and I was able to smell his cigarette smoke. I mean, this is uh, scary and strange and et cetera. And uh, that older guy uh, who smoked and where I was smelling the cigarette smoke from, 
Um, and then also sometimes the, that light that I mentioned earlier that I saw uh, on my left eye, sometimes that same light by, no, by December, that same light would be over my head. So as if the person is standing over me and the light was over my head, like they're looking down at me. Um, now they're going to the writing. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't read his writing, um, but I could see that he was writing and he wrote on a large sheet of paper, like the size of a newspaper, newspaper size. So when you open up the newspaper, unfold it, it's that size. And he was writing in longhand writing. I have difficulty reading longhand writing, but that's how he wrote. And unfortunately, I couldn't tell what he was trying to say. However, what I did see uh, at the bottom of the writing, after all the writing, I saw a, a short line with a dollar sign. Like I'm thinking, now is he trying to ask me for money? That's what I was thinking. And because I saw that dollar sign after all the underneath the writing. Um, so, you know, um, I didn't know how to communicate to in that situation. Um, so I didn't communicate back. I just saw what I saw. But the whole thing scared me. And um, that was the first time I felt suicidal. And um, but I, I thought, OK, I don't want to hurt myself. So I checked myself into a psychiatric ward in my city here. And um, I was there for a couple of about 10 days or something like that. Unfortunately, in psychiatric wards, they don't help you, not the help that a person need. Um, so I didn't really get the help that I need. They put me on psychiatric um, um, antipsychotic medication. That doesn't do anything. Now, as time went on, about January of 2021, um, I saw less and less of the two guys. Like I only saw them in December, end of November and December. Um, the older guy, um, he was showing me a video of the pre of all the objects from the previous months. So in other words, he was doing a flashback. Like this is what you saw from April through by that time, January 2021. So I'm thinking maybe they're going to end all this stuff and whatever this is, this is, you know, maybe he's showing me this video and of all the stuff. And some of the stuff looked like computer parts, like, like computer components that I was seeing um, that was in the uh, video. And, um, so they they stopped uh, the the two guys stopped communicating to me. I haven't seen them since. That was the last I saw was January um, twenty twenty one. Then um, and by February I've been in psychiatric hospital about a total of three times because of this uh, experience has been horrific and scary and didn't know what to do with myself. Um, so then after my third time release from psychiatric care, um, one night 
I saw a woman, a woman, and she was just staring at me. Um, didn't say anything, just staring at me. And I just, you know, I, I let it roll and try to get through that. So moving ahead, I have seen at this point by February 2021, I had seen um, about three neurologists. I had about, by that time, about three MRIs. Nobody could find anything wrong. My physician could not come up with anything. They test me for MS. They test me for everything they could. They test me for autoimmune, you know, check my autoimmune um, system and all that is normal. Um, so um, I have seen a psychiatrist. Um, psychiatrist, uh, that's how I got my medication at the time. Um, I don't take it now because it just isn't. Yeah, I I can imagine. But let me ask you one thing, um, Alexa, because it seems as if, um, you know, you went to several doctors, you went to a neurologist and a a special neurologist, and now they have you going to psychiatrists at this time. So Mm -hmm. is it that they they try to write this off as some sort of mental disorder? And uh, okay, so they were they were basically discrediting your your side effects and what you were going oh, through. Yeah. And, okay, I understand. I just wanted to kind of make that clear. But thank you so much. Please continue. Um, my I kept saying to my doctor by by um, by that time, as a matter of fact, by early 2021, I said, you know, I took this vaccine, and the onset of these symptoms started two weeks after. He, you know, he was perplexed. Okay, I, you know, I don't see anything wrong. So it's got to be that you're psychologically, you know, something's wrong with you. Um, I said, and I had to work hard at saying, no, I'm not, uh, I don't have any serious, well, I'm depressed for the symptoms, but I'm not, prior to getting the vaccine, I was not even depressed or any of that. Um, Having these symptoms will make you depressed. I will say that. but I, I said that, no, I'm, I'm mentally healthy, I'm fine, et cetera. I mean, yeah, I was suicidal um, because it's, it's scary to see these things and to have headaches where you're dizzy when you stand up um, is, is scary because, uh, and then having pain in other parts of the body and you don't uh, have any control over it. There's nothing to take on the market that will um diminish the pain or any of that so um i um about march or april about a year ago i started no longer feeling that vibration feeling in my head i still get the headaches but i didn't feel the vibration because i said that earlier on with the weight of a big book with the vibration feeling um what i have found out is go I'm going to go back to November what I have found out that the vibration uh was from that computer it's it's like the laptop if you any all of us have laptops if you take your hand and put it under your laptop you will feel this um vibration like um 
you know, from the either the fan or the battery, I forget what that vibration come from. That's how I felt on the top of my head when I say vibration. So it was it was like he had this laptop on my head is what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's what it I come to find out back in November, December 2020 is that um, that that strange feeling was like that laptop. So going back, going into March 2020, about March or April 2020, I was feeling this vibration now from March, April, when it start uh, this new feeling started where I was feeling vibration on my left side where my hip is and on my left, like at my left hip that started from about April. I'm going to say April of last year, about a year ago through now through current, like I'd still feel this vibration. Now, what that is, is they have, uh, with this vaccine, apparently, let me step into this vaccine thing. Um, I mean, before I got the flu zone vaccine, I never heard of such thing as technology in vaccines. I mean, I never heard of such a thing. I just thought you get vaccine and you might, I might get the flu or some symptom of the flu and I'd be over it. Well, I didn't even have the flu symptoms. So apparently in the vaccine, there's technology, um, some sort of nano, perhaps nanotechnology um, or chips that they, uh, microchips that they could put in the vaccine. And somehow that vaccine, I mean, the technology can link um the victim, unfortunately, like in my situation, I'm, that's what it is. What, what my situation is, is um, they can link me to a network. So when I told you, you guys, um, that I saw the guy with the laptops, when I said the connection with the UBS uh, cords, uh, USB cords, um, that was the connection that, that had me hooked up to some sort of network via vaccine, via um, chips or nanotechnology, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so when I say, um, when I still, and I still have the visual disturbance, unfortunately. Now, when I feel that vibration, now it's in my side instead of on the top of my head. So they still have me co uh, connected to their network the vibration, it will come and go. Like right now, I don't feel it, but maybe I'll feel it later today or tonight or t whatever. Each time I feel that, I will see the changes in the um, objects that's in my visual disturbance. So it's like they use their computer to go, okay, I want her to see uh, a bunch of, you know, red rectangles and you know, that kind of thing. So they're um, also they what they also can do is um, they manufacture these objects with some other, you know, uh, machine, maybe a robot or some other AI technology that they can manufacture these objects that's in, in my vision. Um, 
And some of the objects, believe this or not, not very many, but some of them smell like cigarette smoke. <laughs> so, but fortunately, not all the time. Um, so, as throughout uh, 2021, I did see yet another uh, neurologist. By that time, he would be my fourth neurologist. And I did have um, a couple of MRIs again. I had a, also an EEG. Again, they're saying the brain is fine. Um, but see, here's the thing I would describe to my physician. By the way, I switched physicians because I thought, well, I'm not getting any help from this one. So I went to another one. Well, that didn't do any good either because he also thought, you know, perhaps I'm crazy or something like that. Because when I was describing that when I would feel anything, uh, like in my arms and legs and even the chest, um, the stomach, even the groin area, the legs, the feet, all that. Um, when I would feel it, it feels like it's just under my skin, like, um, you know, literally like under, under my skin rather than, um, you know, in the bones or joints. It would, um, whenever I feel any pain, it would be uh, under the skin, something along that line. So, um, uh, so I still have the visual disturbance. Um, the headache with that is, is that's when, when this, the, the uh, machine, the, this, whatever, however they go about making these, these objects, the, the objects that I see, they also spread those same objects within, um, sort of my body, but it's, again, whatever they're doing to, I think the virtual me, it affects the real me. So that's how that technology seemed to work. I mean, I'm not an expert on this technology. I just know from what I'm experiencing um, that this technology is, it's horrific. It's, it's horrible to live with. So my, now my life is virtually nothing. I don't... Um, Sadly, I don't do anything. I can't work. Um, and I, you know, bike riding. I mean, I go outside. I do do that. I go outside and sit. Um, I do, you know, occasionally when I have to go, you know, like grocery shopping. But because of this visual disturbance, I can't use my vision. That's how bad it is. So I have to have someone help me. Whereas before all that, I didn't have to, you know, I drive and you just do whatever you normally do, but now I can't, unfortunately. So, um, I saw a psychologist, um, in October of 2020. Now seeing a psychiatrist, psychologist, I was also talking to a therapist, um, and not, none of that worked, none, not, nothing. All I did is talk and I got nowhere and they didn't really understand you know, when I said, well, this is from the vaccine, um, you know, they're, they're, and when I say they, I mean, all of them combine uh, the collectively, the, yeah. all the, all the doctors are like, well, we don't, I mean, what, how could you have some kind of 
uh, microchip in, in a um, vaccine? How could you have technology and vaccine? That's how out of touch they are with it. And that's how come at, to this day I haven't had any treatment because I can't get anyone to understand that people can suffer from vaccine injury and that, yes, there are um, horrible things being put in vaccines. Now, I'm telling you, doing this podcast is more therapeutic, just so you know, researcher. This is more um, therapeutic for me than I've ever had. So that's why one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast but my fear is I, I would just want, I would not want this to happen to anyone else. I really don't. This is, it will ruin your life, um, literally. And every uh, day, day and night, um, I'm being violated. I now know at this point, um, at this point where I'm at now, I now know I'm under attack and um, via technology through the vaccine so everybody know now everybody's talking about the flu not the flu the uh, COVID and how people are suffering from vaccine injuries from that and that's that is all real too but I'm trying to say is that this technology has been around before the COVID I don't know when this technology started but you know it's a body hacking a human hacking it's uh, you know I'm under attack now recently um, I have heard of someone mentioned symptoms similar to mine and that individual mentioned that it's similar to what they call Havana syndrome and mm, yes I'm Havana with that a little bit Havana syndrome uh-huh okay yeah all right please continue yeah we can look up that um, a little bit later and I, I did look that up too. I didn't go too deep into it. I'm not, I have to admit researcher, uh, I'm not as good as a researcher as you are. <laughs> but um, I did look that up and I thought, okay, I might be onto something finally, hopefully, um, at least get some sort of answers because I still haven't got answers prior except to know that I am under attack, that I do know. I'm also under observation. Because this technology, it's um, that that's in my uh, been injected to me, um, is designed to make you uncomfortable, to absorb to observe you, um, you know that kind of thing. Um, so that so I'm past the you know it's an experimentation thing. It's really uh, observation and discomfort. And when I looked up Havana syndrome, um, it, it was like a lot of sinister going on. Um, you know, it was like governments pointing the finger at each other, the uh, American government and the Russian government pointing their finger at each other saying, oh, it's Russian technology and the Russians are are doing this. And then, then it was saying, well, it's American technology and the, uh, the government um you know so they're all like saying you know uh, the two are saying they you know uh technology and it's the russian way of attacking um people because apparently Havana well it, it was um 
I believe it, it, it got the name because of um, some incident that took place in Cuba. Right, um, yeah. No, um, all right, so I'm just going to read a little bit um, just about okay. Havana syndrome, just a small part here. It says, Havana syndrome is a descriptive condition involving a large cluster of U.S. government diplomats and family members affected by symptoms similar to, get this, persistent postural perceptual dizziness abbreviated PPPD, vestibular migraine, traumatic brain injury, brain fog, headaches, hearing loss, and tinnitus. Does any of that sound similar to what you've been going through? Um, I don't have hair loss and tinnitus, but it also did say that it also caused, like you did say migraine, uh, it does uh, cause headaches, and even um, I even saw where it does affect the vision when I was. And not just any type of migraine. It says vestibular migraine, so um, I'm gonna have to go look that up. But yes, please, yeah. please continue. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up in like the next um, 15 minutes or so. Um, but I'm enjoying this interview so far, and I'm glad it was therapeutic for you. Um, that's what we have to do, you know, we have to be here to support each other. And I think by you sharing your story, um, it will bring awareness. So please continue. I'm sorry to interrupt you once again, but um, where were we? Well, you know, I'm talking about um, how this Havana syndrome, technology. Yeah, and the technology. Right. And um, how... It um, and I guess with different people, it's varying degree because it did. I did see something about along with those symptoms that also can affect the vision. Um, apparently, there are other people that are under this type of attack via technology. Um, um, however, you know if it's through a vaccine um, and. Um, so there, uh, the government, whoever's behind it, and I, like I said, the Sanofi Pasteur um, is the uh, manufacturer of the vaccine that I've received. I have contacted them. Um, they, they did. I didn't get very far with them. I just told them my symptoms. They told me that um, if like I asked for the ingredients of the vaccine that I've received, which is now in their archive. They said that um, my physician have to request it and they'll give it to my physician. They won't give it to me. So I just recently had a falling out with my, um, my physician. So um, I told wait, him. Wait a minute. Hold on, Alex. Uh who is saying that they can only give the ingredients to your physician? Sanofi. 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 Yeah, I contacted Ooh. them directly. Right. Interesting. They said that my right. They said that my my physician have to request it, and I give it to my physician. <laughs> so I told my physician, and they gave me a case number before I um, in my connection with them, and I they gave me. Um, a case number to give to my physician so that they can, my physician would give to them and they can get the um, ingredients. So my physician was just so un uncooperative. So I, I told my physician, 
here's the case number, contact at Sanofi, um, and would you contact them and get the ingredients? Well, my physician, being that he just don't want to help me, it seems like, instead what he did, he went online and he looked up online the the um, the ingredients to that flu zone vaccine. Not uh, he didn't contact the manufacturer like I asked him to. He he decided not to do that. I don't know why, but um, so you know he's just so been... maybe maybe we should look up some patent information. And I'll mm-hmm. probably try to hit you up with some of that later. Oh, but, okay. um, Appreciate the, that. Um, the, 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 the ingredients that I'm seeing here that are disclosed, um, you know, God knows what, what else they put in there. But, but see, that's the thing. Yeah. What, what, my, what my doctor is seeing is one thing, but what I receive is another thing, I believe. I mean, it have to be. I mean, so what I'm, and that's, that's the thing is that I wanted him to contact the manufacturer and get the actual ingredients that they have my name on that, that I've received. So he, you know, he just wouldn't do it. And another thing I asked my doctor, would he refer me to, uh, I thought maybe I should see a toxicologist. I'm trying to find a way that I could find out how I can find this technology in my system. Like it, it have to be in my system. There's no way they they can do all this stuff to me. Uh, you know, it's like if you have to plug in something, well, you need that outlet. I mean, you have the the cord, you have the device, but you need that outlet uh, to plug it in. You need an AC adapter to plug in. So that's what I'm trying to say is that I'm trying to at this point trying to find how how I can find out about this you know, these chips or this technology in my system. So needless to say, I'm right now currently without a doctor because I quit that doctor because he just won't do uh, what I, you know, ask him to do, request for him to do. Uh, I think he still have me in the crazy checkbox, unfortunately. So Well, here's my perspective on that. If your primary care physician is not... Um, attending to your needs, then you fire him. You get well, me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So, yeah, I did that. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's it it's been feeling hopeless uh, with this. Um, you know, having um, a, a a condition that the medical industry is so ignorant to. I, I keep telling them. That this started when after I took after I received the vaccine, that's when it all started. It didn't. It. I mean, here they haven't found anything wrong with my brain. They haven't found anything wrong with my immune system. Uh, overall, I'm I'm healthy. So okay, but yet these symptoms persist, and I've been going on for two years now, and um, yet there they. Uh, you know, doctors that I have experienced, I've experienced two, actually three physicians total, but at this point, because um, I was trying to get, you know, one of the, or any of them to help me, and I just, you know, once they uh, 
can't find anything wrong, then it's, um, you know, you're crazy. So um, that's why people that are suffering with this, uh, they're afraid to go very far with their doctors because, you know, they're told our doctors will treat them like they're crazy. And meanwhile, they, they suffer um, tremendously and they suffer in silence, perhaps. Yeah, so I, I'm at the point of trying to, um, you know, there's such thing as detoxing. But the thing is, there's so many uh, detox um, methods out there that I don't know, you know. Um, Where to start and, and what to detox from. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, and that's why I said I wanted to kind of look up the patent to confirm a few of my suspicions regarding the nanotechnology aspects of this. So it's possible that, you know, it may contain, you know, aluminum, graphene oxide, mm -hmm. uh, part of the, um, the saline that they use for injection, right? And, and, and it's not actually disclosed as a part of the ingredients list when you go right, and look it up. Right, exactly. I, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility, not confirmed. But, well, you know, I'm going to um, tell you from are, this experience, yeah. you know, from what I'm experiencing, I can say 100% that there's technology. This isn't a vaccine every day, you know, go get your vaccine. And like I explained before, you you know, you might experience some of the symptom like the flu or maybe not, maybe nothing. But all of what I'm going through, because I, I can feel the machine that they have me connected to. Like I was saying that buzzing feeling and it, it feels like that, you know, like there's a laptop on my body or something like that. That is, I, unfortunately, I feel that. And when I feel it, they change what I can see, you know, or they have things manufactured with some other machine um, that, um, like on my right side of my, not in my ear itself, but on my right side, I can hear like a, a light humming sound, but not, not tennises. That's a different thing. That's like a beeping sound or something like that. But this is connected to the computer system, this network that they do have me hooked up to. So when I saw that in uh, November 2020 with the laptops, I thought, okay, there's that explained um, what I why it was um, what was causing the you know the things that I've been experiencing up to that those seven months by that time it had been seven months and I saw those laptops and I go oh my god you know is this real they the I'm I'm connected to some sort of you know computer network system or something like that external so, external neural interface um, because it seems that most of your side effects um, are neurological or could be neurologically. Um, mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, this is interesting. And I definitely need to dive in to deeper into this. Um, but I want to I wanna kind of, you know, give you some time to kind of um, maybe address the, the listeners um, and give us like some final words before we kind of close out. But I okay. definitely would like to have you back for um, part two, where we can dive deeper into some of this this nanotechnology and these yeah. interesting okay. um, side effects. Um, you know, it's just it's just reminding me of like the Neuralink and that sort of technology right now. But back to you, Alexa. 
I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have this time to, um, hopefully there's as many people as possible that can hear this podcast because my whole experience, I don't want anyone to go through a child, this adult, no one to go through this. It is horrific. Um, when I have these visual disturbance, it is constant. It's not an off and on thing. It's every minute of day and night. Um, it's nothing to do with my mood or activity or lack of activity. It's, a, it's the technology and the technology um, that, um, you know, uh, that's in my system that has been injected in my system. I don't want this to happen to anyone, so be careful of vaccines because this technology is here. It's real, unfortunately, but it is real, and it is here, um, and they are doing this to people. I don't know if they do this selectively, like demographically, or there's just, you know, they, they just do this. So that there is technology in vaccines that um, for whatever reason, observation, uh, whether they want to, you know, under surveillance or any of that. Um, and it's very uncomfortable, um, but um, it really steals you, the steal, like, steal you away from yourself. Um, and, you know, just take your life from you, sort of speak slowly but surely. But, um, I, I, you know, I just want everybody to, before you, if you're going to get any kind of vaccine, try to find out the ingredients and hopefully they're going to be transparent or something and you find out, you know, so I just don't want this to happen to anyone. So hopefully the more people they hear this, um, this is scary and they're doing this to people. They're they're hacking some way or another into your system via vaccine in my experience. So um, be careful, everyone. Thank you so much, Alexa. And um, it was a pleasure having this talk with you here today. Look out for the um, podcast on Anchor. Everywhere that you can find um, Google Podcasts, it should be available. Thank you so much, Alexa. Thanks for having me. This was um, Seeking Truths, Revealing Lies. We will catch you here next time. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.